from the pocket. Launches to the end Third and ten from the 11. Travis under pressure, trying to escape, able to escape. Tucks the corner, stays in back. Gets to the end. Nice. That was good this time. That oh, was good man, this time. Great. That was awesome. Yeah, I was all over that. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Knowles and Dogs podcast. This is episode 28. Should start putting, trying to post that on the screen. Yeah. So we're rocking and rolling, making our mm -hmm. way. Um, just, uh, what, one week out from week zero. Which is crazy to think about it. Mm -hmm. This is the last weekend before mm -hmm. any regular season football. So we have regular season football starting next Saturday. Uh, well, yeah. there's probably games starting up before that, but. I don't think any important games start. No. Well, games that we're excited to watch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I should refrain because refrain they don't want to make somebody upset criticizing, you know, the Colorado Miners or whatever they're called. Hey, that's Division 2, though. Don't. It's not. Take a deep <laughs> breath, Dylan. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. right. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I think the biggest game is going to be Notre Dame Navy and the, I'm looking at screen right now. Uh, Notre Dame's 20 and a half point favorite. So it's my favorite um, rivalry. Yeah. We we'll might do next week, a week zero pick them. Mm -hmm. There we go. We'll do start doing that. We'll start getting into pick -ems. That's fun. Going into next week. Here we go. As we wrap up the preseason stuff, mm -hmm. I think next week we'll do that and have playoff predictions. Yeah, we'll do that because we got we'll roll right into week one. So, rundown for the day: uh, mm -hmm. AP top twenty-five rankings came out. Uh, take that for what you will. Um, yeah, we don't. It's hard to really take them seriously because playoff poll, playoff rankings are what matter the most. They don't come yeah. out till November-ish, late November. So. The only time the AP poll really matters is the, like the last week before the college football playoff poll, because mm -hmm. they don't like to say it, but it does influence the playoff poll. It does, um, and you know they might adjust to tweak a couple teams here and there, but mm -hmm. most of the time, the, probably the committee just takes whatever is there, and maybe readjust yeah. it a little bit, um, and then they throw the sacrificial lamb to get abused by all the. From the playoff, like the show, the selection show, <laughs> they just get a beat, hammered. Yeah. There. Um, those are always fun. <laughs> so we're going to do a brief little rundown through that. Uh, who got snubbed out of the top 10, We, in our yep. opinion, over what team or two that maybe is overrated where they are and underrated. So, mm -hmm. And then we'll chug along into week seven through nine, biggest games, upset, and most exciting, as well as college, college game day predictions, weeks five through seven. So, And we'll finish all that up next week, as well as playoff predictions, week zero, pick them. Solid rundown for this week and next week. Look at that. So, yeah, I know. We got a ton of content to talk about finally. I know. Oh, it feels good. We're back. It's awesome. Back. So a couple quick notes, um, college football notes, as far as this podcast goes. Georgia's Carson Beck just got named a starter. Um, trying to think of so many other news. Uh, Bama still doesn't. Uh, there's reports that um, Ohio State quarterback, I forget his name, 
has who was supposed to be the backup if you want to look at the quarterback yep depth chart um is appearing to um, take a small lead in the ohio state uh, starting quarterback role uh, there's still no answer on bama uh, it was kyle mccord mccord and then who's the backup um so devin brown and devin kyle brown McCord. so yeah. mccord it was all offseason has been the projected starter, but Devin Brown yeah. has kind of a slow, yep. light lead ahead um, after this scrimmage game. So mm-hmm. that's exactly what it says. Mm-hmm. Um, any, I'm trying to think if there's anything else needs to talk about. I just saw a thing. Florida State's favorite in nine games. Nice job. Good job there. Let's um, go. Is there any other news that I should be aware of or you know of? Uh, off the top of my head, I'm trying to think. Let me I take just, a, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like I feel like we got. I feel like that's the biggest news out here that we're not going to be talking about today. Mm-hmm. But um, see if there's any. Other than I guess the Jim Harbaugh thing. Oh yeah, Harbaugh not getting suspended this year, so it could be next year. Yeah. Or selling so, hampers or getting hampers. So if I was him, I would leave after this season, go take an NFL job. Why not? True. We'll see how what the market or kind of teams are available then. Um, yeah. Because you never know. Exactly. You never know. All right. So without further ado, we'll hop right into this eight uh, AP top twenty five rankings. Um, I have it listed. I have the pulled up right here, so I can just go through the list here. Top twenty five. We'll go twenty five to one. Actually, you know what? We'll go one to twenty-five. Okay. So Georgia comes in at number one. Mm-hmm. Michigan two, Ohio State three, Bama number four. It's the first time they're out of the top three, I believe, since two thousand nine. Don't quote me on that, but I believe it's one or way back when, That's going into a season. Um, LSU five, USC six, Penn State seven, Florida State eight, Clemson nine. There you go. Number mm-hmm. 10 is Washington, so that wraps up the top 10. Texas, Tennessee, Notre Dame follow, 11 through 13. And then this is 14 through 20. Utah, Oregon, Kansas State, TCU, Oregon State, Wisconsin, Oklahoma. And then wrapping it up 21 through 25, North Carolina, Ole Miss, Texas A&M, Tulane, Cotton Bowl champs, and Iowa wraps yep. up the top 25. Some teams just on the outside looking in, Texas Tech, South Carolina, UCLA, UTSA, Arkansas, and Boise State. Dylan, which team? Now that we'll start with the top ten. Got yeah. you think got snubbed? So any teams eleven through twenty five, or anything like that? Who do you think got snubbed out of top ten? So really, I think the biggest snub on here would probably be Utah for being outside the top ten. You listed at fourteen, which I think is a little like low for them especially for how good of a season they had mm-hmm. speaking on the fact that you know they're way behind usc who they beat twice last year mm-hmm. that's not the best look in my opinion for the ea people but yeah. i don't i feel like to start the season it's not that bad i feel like there's a couple names but it's not that terrible i think um yeah i don't i could see why i don't know why usc's at six it's just a quarterback ranking i think <laughs> in my opinion, um, you could say same thing. Why Washington's there over I, teams like Utah? I think Oregon got snubbed out a little bit. 
I so I put Oregon as my most underrated team. Okay, so yeah, Doug. yeah, um, yeah. I think Oregon at 15 is a little high or mm. a little low for them. I think they should be a, a hitting. If anything, they should be at 10. Yeah. Um, you know, you got the classic Texas, Tennessee, Notre Dame, USC up high there. The usual yep. <laughs> every year you get it. The um, usual suspects. Kansas State's a little low. I think at 16. I mean, that's, big, yeah, that's fair. 11 win team last year. Big 12 champs. I mean, just think a little low right there. I don't know why Notre Dame's at 13. I had Notre Dame as my most overrated. Okay. Only because I got to be honest. I feel like all the teams they're in front of, they are either worse mm -hmm. or barely better. Yeah. Like, I got to be honest. If I was making this ranking, I would probably have them closer to 18, 19. Because mm -hmm. I think they're closer to that Oklahoma, North Carolina, Ole Miss territory than they really are to that Tennessee, Utah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree there. Uh, I mean, yeah, Hartman coming in this year. Mm -hmm. It was the second year with Marcus Freeman. They should be better. <coughs> Excuse it's it's, it's going to be his first year. Hart, no, Marcus Freeman's second year. Oh, Marcus Freeman's second year. I th okay, yeah, yeah. Hartman's coming in. Yeah. Um, so I mean they're gonna be an improved team, don't get me yeah. wrong there. Um, but 13 little little high, I think. Um I do think as far as overrated goes, um don't I'm just looking at it because I didn't really write it down. I'm just Oklahoma being ranked at 20 is a little weird. Yeah. Uh, not sure why. I think there's it, a giant one at I think it's 23. Yep, I was just actually gonna say <laughs> why Texas Texas AM's ranked for some reason. I'm not sure. I'm I'm ninety percent sure it is a talent from high school ranking there. Yeah, because they you know they do have one of the most quote unquote talented rosters in the sport. Even though, if we're being honest here, it looks like they've been developed to be one of the worst rosters in the sport. I honestly might think you could say, and I know they were the how good of the season they had last year. TCU a little high in my yeah. opinion, a little low. Um, I mean, I know they went to the national title game, but lose it a lot. Um, I don't think they're going to be they as good as don't, they don't return a lot of the production that brought them there either. No. And they lose Garrett Riley to Clemson. So mm -hmm. that's going to be a stop, a step back. I think, I think yeah. they're going to be a solid team. I just don't know if they're going to be where they were last year. Um, I agree with you there. North Carolina, you could say at 21. I love, I'm always North Carolina always has a spot in my heart. Cause I was, that's my birth state, but um, you know, I think that's a little bit of quarterback ranking. Yeah. I'm not sure their defense is still not. I don't think there's going to be an improvement at defense unless mm -hmm. they're going to show me that um, losing a couple key receivers. Um, so that is um, Drake may going to be able to carry that. See, um, I, I mean, we'll see this season. I think if yeah. anything, I do think North Carolina's offense is good enough to keep them in that 21 to 25 range for the rest of the season. But is the defense going to be oh, – oh, I thought you talking about score. I was going to say, well, is the defense good enough to – That's the question. I think that's the biggest question on them. Mm -hmm. And I think that is the make or break for their season, absolutely. I mean, just looking at – I have the rankings pulled up here on my screen too. There's a couple other things that really poke out to me. Um, I got to be honest. I don't know if I'm the first – like, I don't know if there's a way you can pull this up, but is this the first time in how many years – Alabama hasn't gotten a single vote for number one in the country. Oh, I didn't even notice that. Because like, if you really look at it, the, the votes for number one in the country, Georgia got the 
almost every single one outside of what three votes. Yeah. Uh, uh, so I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, Michigan got two votes for number one. Ohio State got one. Obviously, we, me and you both talked about who voted Michigan number one earlier, but <laughs> but um, it's it's it is it's just interesting to see that, in my yeah. opinion, seeing Alabama first time in probably since two thousand nine, not get yeah. a single vote for a preseason number one. Yeah, it's um, it's been a while, for sure. Because yeah. that was the year, obviously, they won the national title game. Mm-hmm. Right? Who did they play? Who did they beat that year? That was, Is that Texas? Yes, that was Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, just looking. Uh, as far as maybe underrated goes, I know we're kind of just bouncing around, but underrated, um, I would say uh, just – I think Texas at 11. I mean, we'll see what they got. Mm-hmm. I'm – I've kind of had a change of heart last couple weeks on Texas. I'm starting to kind of hop on the little train right here. You, you can see what the train is, right? Yes. Yeah, you can see it now. I, I've seen the foundation. <laughs> I see what they're working with. I'm hearing a lot of good things, but yeah. I so I kind of like that. Um, you know, I'm just USC at six is ridiculous. They, I saw. A, I heard I, a stat today that said in the last two games they gave yeah. up. Was it ninety three points in their last two games alone? Yeah. So and that was against Utah and Tulane, folks. So that's all you need to know. Um, Offensive powerhouse Tulane. I do think LSU should be higher than Bama. Really? Personally. I believe that personally. Oh, that's that's tough. That's tough for me. I, I just don't know think, about that. I think I think that. I, I think. think if I was Oregon. remaking this, oh, list, the first thing the first thing I would do is I'd move USC to nine, and then bump up everybody else, and then maybe switch Washington and Texas. That'd be the first thing I would do. I would, and I know you're going to kill me for this. Florida State <laughs> maybe moving back a couple slots. You think so? Yeah, I mean, would you, you guys went what not ten and three last year? Yeah, ten and three. I understand you got the transfer portal has been awesome for you guys this year. Yeah, last year. I mean, you lost against lost against Clemson, Wake Forest, and who? NC State. Yep. And then you down to the wire against Oklahoma last year. It was a bad Oklahoma team. We'll see what you got this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, I mean, I don't have any issue with it being an eight. Yeah. I mean, if anything, drop you down to maybe nine or ten. Yeah. Um, I like Oregon State at eighteen is a little low. I, I think, think so, they. Yeah. I think they're not getting the respect as much. Ten and three last year. They got a quarterback this year. We'll see you at Uliangole. So I think partially the reason they're getting disrespected is the Pac-12 stuff going on. Because I think they're just an afterthought. But again, again, when was the last time Oregon State was ranked preseason in AP Top 25? Exactly. So like that's yeah. They're they're definitely gonna be a contender. Pac-12's gonna mm-hmm. be fun this year, last run. Yeah. So it's gonna be a fun one. Um but yeah, I don't really have anything else much else to say. No, me neither. I think oh, we got across our biggest points we wanted to make. I think I, I actually don't think the the AP poll did that bad of a job. No, for the most there's part, just, I think they're just tweaking around. Yeah, there's a couple big marks on there. I think to me the biggest one is Texas A&M because Texas they didn't, A&M twenty through like twenty three. 
Mm-hmm. There's four teams right there. Because I just don't I don't get the Texas A&M one at all because they've been bad for the last two seasons. Yeah. Like they won, they won six games in 2021. They didn't make a bowl game in 2024 or 2022. Why are they ranked in 2023? They <laughs> <No>. <laughs> they didn't make what? I don't know. <laughs> Bobby Petrino. Bobby Petrino. There you go. <laughs> Bobby Petrino. All right. So we'll move on now to what's been a great segment the last couple yeah. weeks for us. Week seven through nine. So we have the biggest games impacting mm-hmm. college football playoff. Upset most likely to happen. Most exciting game. Yeah. Woo. So last week Dylan started. This week I'll start. So biggest game week seven. I, in my opinion, is Oregon versus Washington. This game Ooh. is in Seattle. Okay. This game was a great game to watch last year if you watched mm-hmm. it. it was, that was in Eugene. Washington upset there. Kind of put a damper on the Oregon's playoff run they had. Yeah. Or a uh, little playoff run they were trying to get to. But – um this could be in what was – it's going to be a Wild West run in the Pac-12. I, it's going to hold one of the two best quarterbacks in this upcoming draft class, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, two offenses is, that are probably going to be highly explosive um, and big-time implications because you feel like both these teams coming in dark horses to make the playoff. Yeah. Um, I love Oregon this year. Mm-hmm. I think year two with Dan Lanning is going to be something big. Um, I think they've got some good defensive transfers that have come in. Um, the offensive line is losing a couple pieces, but I'm not terribly concerned. Um, I think Bo Nix will see how he does this year without Kenny Dillingham. Yeah. Because he's off at Arizona State. Uh, Michael Penix, Washington. Like you say, can Washington stop the pass on the defense? That's going to be a good question. Uh, but overall, I expect nothing but fireworks in this game. So that was mm-hmm. my biggest game, though. Okay. Um, I went a little bit different direction on biggest game. I went with USC versus Notre Dame. Okay. It is, you know, it's a renewed rivalry back up again after last year where USC kind of just beat them by the quarterback position. They just obviously, cause Caleb yeah. Williams was just much better than, I don't remember who their quarterback was last I year. I believe last year when they played, it was Buckner. Who okay. Unless Buckner, did he get in no, he didn't get hurt. Drew Pine got hurt and Buckner. Yeah, Buckner was in there. Yeah. But, you know, this year they got a much improvement in Sam Hartman. Mm-hmm. Like a massive improvement at quarterback. And, you know, obviously I think we have to see how Notre Dame plays first. Yeah. To see what level they're on. But if they keep up with what the expectation preseason is for them at number 13 and USC, you know, wins who they're supposed to win against, I think this could be a fantastic matchup. I think this is a sneaky game where you could – it's going to almost be like that Clemson game where they came in. Yeah. And it just became a little upset trap. I was mm-hmm. teetering with making this the upset, that upset pick. But, yeah, dude, yeah. If Notre Dame's able to limit Caleb Williams in that offense, I don't see why not. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to worry about the fan invasion. Well, because more than anything, last year they more or less stopped Caleb Williams for a lot of that game. The problem they, was – they could not score. So yeah, offense they, was just non-existent for that game against a bad USC defense. It was kind of like a, a like a shit or like a people in a boat that were just kind of yeah. It, it was like there was almost like a dam. It was kind of cracking, but like they were putting like just some um, just quick dry over top of it or something like that to kind of mm-hmm. hold it, patching it up, and then they get stops, and then all of a sudden when you weren't, cracks would show up again until eventually it burst, and then USC yeah. kind of pulled away. 
that's how it kind of felt that watching yeah. that. All right. My upset game is Ohio State at Purdue. Mm-hmm. Depending on what time this game is, Ohio State, Purdue, like I always say, is like just one of those. There's a couple, yeah. there's some places in each conference that teams don't want to go to, depending mm-hmm. on especially what time and what time of the year it is. Yeah. And Purdue is probably one of them. We always get for Ohio State. It feels like there's always an easiest an upset at Purdue (laughs) or like in Iowa. Yeah. And Ohio State has not fared well last couple times they've gone to Purdue. Mm -hmm. I put it lightly. At least at the top of my head. Um, And the first thing that comes to mind is the Dwayne Haskins season. Uh, You know, outside my head where they went in, what was it, number two or three in the country? Yeah. Got blown out. Yeah, that was bad. (laughs) And. I don't know. It's just well, the offense. I'm not really concerned about who's going to play mm-hmm. quarterback, but you know, you just never know. You yeah, just never know. And that's what this. That's why you call it an upset. Mm-hmm. So I went with Texas Tech versus Kansas State. Mm-hmm. So this game is in Kansas State. So obviously, Kansas State does have the upper hand with the home field advantage, but something about Texas Tech just has me. I don't know what it is. Yeah, it's probably a mistake. <laughs> but Texas Tech has pulled me in after last year with against that game against Texas. So There's it's funny. What's up? yeah? You no, go, go ahead. Finish up. Finish what you're saying. I was just gonna say is that I I don't know if there's some I don't know if they actually have something, but the way that team can play is really good when they're on. Oh, I I agree. And you know, it's funny is because I made that I actually had that written down as my most exciting game. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was that I had that game because. You just never know. It's Big 12 mm-hmm. firework time. Yeah. That game. And then I actually also added in Tulane Memphis. I and thought about that one for my upset, too. These games, I feel like I haven't looked. I was going to look at the recent memory, but, you know, mm-hmm. it's just one of those, feels like one of those classic just American conference games yeah. at the Liberty Bowl. Who, I mean, I think it's a Friday night game. So give me action on American action. <laughs> Tulane Memphis. By the way, this could be like a setter up who's going to be in the AAC final. Yeah. Final so definitely a cool game to watch, especially on a Friday night. There's not going to be much else on. So mm-hmm. set you up for a good action pack week seven. All right, week eight, Mr. Dillon. Biggest game. I actually have two. Okay. Because this is a loaded schedule. Mm-hmm. I got Tennessee, Bama. Yep. And then – Penn State, Ohio State. Okay. And correct me if I'm wrong. I should probably look again. Penn State game. It's oh, it's at Ohio State. Never mind. I just remember because they were in, they were at um, Penn mm-hmm. State last year. So obviously, both those games are big time games. We'll yep. see if Saban and Bama can get a little revenge on Tennessee. Who I will see how Tennessee is at that point. Um, and then Penn State, Ohio State. We both think highly of both teams. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's going to be a real because we think it's obviously a, a three man race to see who's going to win the East. And yep. this is obviously going to be a big clear kill or clear cut tell of how that's all going to race is going to shake up. Yeah. So well, I think I think if Penn State loses this game, their season's over. We'll see if they are able to what they do against Michigan too. Yeah, because you got to at least split with them, especially if you're James Franklin. Because he has not fared well against either team mm-hmm. in his just career, so yeah. I think I if he loses both, he only goes to like four and something, like four and fourteen or four and fifteen against the two. 
against them combined. So it's not mm-hmm. good. So he needs to at least split, I think, if, yeah. for, if you're Penn State, if you want to have a legit shot. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I agree with you. I I put Tennessee versus Alabama as my number as my biggest game. You know, it's a game that was wild last year. Oh yeah. Big a time. game that that I would say more than any other game probably was the game that most people think of when they'll think of the 2022 season. Mm-hmm. I think it's that I think it was that that year's defining game and um I got to be honest, I think Alabama is really going to have motive to, to play hard. Like, yeah. This is going to be a <laughs> – it's in Alabama. It's in Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I – you know, my – I'm going to – I'm going to say right now, I think Alabama's going to win this game. Yeah. Way way ahead of time, obviously. Probably shouldn't be making a prediction, you know, <laughs> 10, weeks, 10 weeks Keep before in- the game <laughs> happens. Keep in tally. But, <laughs> But you know, uh, I just think Alabama is gonna put on fireworks, mm-hmm. and I think it's gonna be really fun to watch. Yeah, I mean, we'll see if they can stop the pass because they did last year. Yeah, they so, could not. They could not do it. And last if year, Tennessee but. gets into a shootout, if um, Joe Mixon, not Joe Mixon, uh, what's his name? Milton, Joe uh, Joe Milton. Milton. I apologize mm-hmm. to if we have any Tennessee fans watching. We Joe probably Mixon. do not. Though. Shout Let's out Joe honest. Mixon for Cincinnati Bengals. <laughs> Joe Milton, um, if he's as good as they're all telling us he is, and he gets into a shootout, does Bama's quarterback play? Can it elevate itself to that? We'll that's see. The, that's the question. If Tennessee that can get it, if you're Tennessee, you want to get into that, I think. Yeah. Because you know if you can get into a shootout, not that Josh Heupel's a better coach, but that Josh Heupel game plans around shootouts. Fast pace. That's his style. Fast pace. Points. Points. Mm-hmm. Points. Yep. That quick offense, no huddle. Let's get out there. This is what we're running. That's his style. That's not Nick Saban's style, but you know, Nick Saban is they're going to want greatest wanna, college football coach of all time. So they're going to want to ground and pound. You think? I think. Yeah. Just keep limit possessions for Tennessee. I think yeah. that's what's going to happen. Yeah, I agree with. Yeah. All right. My upset game is Utah at USC. Okay. I think there's not much of a home field advantage you have to worry about. Mm-hmm. I think Utah is a team that can, as we saw last year, just can physically out, just outclass you, especially yeah. USC. They did it twice. Uh, the first game was more of a shootout, but the second game was just an absolute they man got, versus no. boys. Yeah. Um, so if there's any time where Utah um, – can sneak a big time win, especially mm-hmm. in this Pac-12 arms race. I think this is one where they could. It's a, a winnable away game. Yeah, we'll, say it like that. we'll call it like that. So um, I thought about that game. My only problem is I think Utah might be favored. Um, I haven't I haven't looked at it, but I would be you know, I would be suspicious if. USC is actually not favored against Utah. Let's see. This is week eight. Here, I'm looking now. Continue. So um, I went a different route, and a route that is probably stupid. Probably. I got to be honest. I <laughs> USC, six and a half point favorite. That's, yeah. So, you know, we'll see how much that changes later, but. Bama, 10 point favorite as of right now. That's a little high. Ohio State, 10 point favorite. 
I went Michigan versus Michigan State. Okay. Michigan 19-point favorite as of right now. <laughs> so the reason I went with the game, though, is, you know, a girl I went to middle school does go to Michigan State. So, you know. Shout out, girl yeah, from middle school. Kudos her. I, her name is Rain. I remember that. Shout out, Rain. Yep. Look at – he's wearing the green and white already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There we go. But um, I think – Michigan State is in serious trouble when it comes to their their the coach. So yeah. if there's a you know a, a game that you could win your job by at Michigan State, it's beating save Michigan. It. Yeah, at least save it. He's already done save it once. It. I would say he's done it once, and not only that, he probably shouldn't have won that game. But Kenneth Walker took over. Exactly. So Which is all you need. You know, if Mel Tucker wants to stay at Michigan State. Mm-hmm. He has to win this game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe, you know, maybe John Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Jim Harbaugh. Maybe John comes in. Coaches Doubt the game it. for the- <laughs> Doubt it. <laughs> stops for the day. We'll see if the Ravens are on a bye that week. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, um, you know, seriously, though, I do think, you know, it's a rivalry game. And in a rivalry game, you do have to, to a degree, say anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I do think Michigan State needs something as a program. If they they need something to hold on to, they need some sort of reason to say, okay, we have hope in this program. Mel Tucker can maybe he's not going to write the ship, but maybe he can you know brave the storm, right? Some sort of lifeline. Yeah, mm-hmm. beating Michigan is a way to do that. Yep. So uh, I I think there's a chance they beat Michigan. There you go. Most exciting game, I have TCU-Kansas State, only for the fact that two great games last year, um, Big 12 title game rematch. It's in Kansas State this year. Mm -hmm. So I do think Kansas State will win this time around, like they did the little Big 12 title game. But, again, this is just one of your classic Big 12 just shootout games, in my opinion. I think this is going to be a Mm -hmm. bam, bam, bam. I think Will Howard though will take over. Yeah, Kansas State's an interesting team this year because what they're they don't have Deuce Vaughn this year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, he was such an integral part of that entire just team basis. So we're gonna see how well the team they are without him. Yeah, but I still believe in the quarterback. I think Will Howard's one of the top quarterbacks in the Big Twelve. And um, yeah, but I'm all here for points. Mm-hmm. So. I don't have much to say just because I also said TCU versus Kansas State. I really don't think there's a more exciting game that week at all. Like within yep. even even Alabama, Tennessee, I think TCU, Kansas State is going to be a more fun game to watch. Yeah. In general. But I mean, what is there to say? It's a rematch. It's a game that <laughs> you, you could tell changed a lot of things for the Big 12. I mean, yeah. It was you know, the most exciting matchup of the year for the big 12. And it also like, I don't know what to say. Like I'm legit. I, it's one of those things where I'm, it's really excited for that game. Yes. My only fear is that TCU is not good next year. You know, I'm not, I don't think they will be a bad team. I think they're mm-hmm. still maybe like an eight or nine win team. I just yeah. don't see national title game. Mm-hmm on their their future. Oh, no, future yeah yeah 
I don't really see Big 12 champ either. No. So my only fear going into that game would just be that Kansas State outclasses them completely. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, it's weird to say, but they absolutely can. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they were the better team last year, even though TCU... They, Kansas State on. was the way better team in both games. Yeah. But Kansas, Kansas State didn't go on to the playoff, but after watching both games, it absolutely felt like Kansas State was a better team than TCU. And they ended up being the Big 12 t- title game champs. Yeah. So mm-hmm. ended up working out kind of, well, kind of well until they got, you know, splattered by Bama. But that's yeah, not, You know, that happens. That is, that happens. All right, so week nine here. Biggest game, I think, is Oregon-Utah. Yeah, me too. Another one of those classic big – this is another big-time mm-hmm. Pac-12 game. Um, recently, Utah has owned Oregon. Yep. So we'll see if this is any different. I do think – I got to double-check where this game is. I think I it's in. I believe it's in Utah. Yes, I do believe so. I think I think it's in Utah because they. It is, yeah. It's in Utah. Yeah. It's probably going to be like a night game. I'd mm-hmm. say or a late afternoon. So, I would favor Utah, especially if Cam Rising is there, just wheeling and dealing. But yeah, we'll see. It feels like if it's like a spot where Oregon's going to slip up. It's going to be Oregon. It's going to be at Utah or it's at Washington. Mm-hmm. They always have one of those weird slip up games, and this could be one of them. Um, but this is like one of those classic the Pac 12, the saying Pac 12 cannibal. They're just a bunch of cannibals. <laughs> I mean, because they yeah. just know they're alive. So this is just another one of those games where it feels like one team might be like undefeated or one loss. And it's the best chance they have left, and then bam, they lose. Yep. So, yeah, no, that's, that's ab- yeah. That could be that's gonna be my big game, though. That's it. Yeah, I picked the same one, uh, pretty much the same reasons you did. The only other thing I'd add is that, um, I think both these teams have legitimate college football playoff hopes, and mm. this game is absolutely hey, who 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 really is gonna rise to the top of the Pac 12? I would say there's three teams legitimately that have legit shots in the playoff that would be Washington. Oregon and USC. Mm-hmm. Utah's one of those teams. They have a really tough schedule this year. Yeah. Uh, I know. I think they're over under set at eight and a half. I still think they clear that, but I don't think they, I think they, they're still like a nine or a 10 win team. Mm-hmm. Don't see anything higher than that. You get, they get lucky with the start of the season though. They get to play Florida and Utah. But I have heard stuff that Cam Rising has been dealing with some sort of injury. Yeah. Um, so if he's not good to go, that's a whole different story. They're playing for- Graham Mertz. I mean, as bad as Graham Mertz is, you never know. <laughs> you just never know week one. <laughs> you never know. You just never know. I mean, you're you're not wrong, but at the same time, they played Graham Mertz and they the Florida and team Utah's has to fly all the way out to Utah. Thursday night, Utah, you just but you never know. Week one, this never know. Never know. It's a night game. They're going to think it's like midnight when it's 9 p.m. Well, to be fair, mountain mountain time, so that's going to be like two hours. You're right. You're right. I for, yep. So it's only going to be, what's that, a 7? Is it a 7 o'clock game? So it'll be like a 5 kick, 5 o'clock kick, something like that? Yeah. yeah. So, that's just normal time for the old Gators because, you know, they get every night game known to man just because yeah. they get to play in Florida. 
doesn't feel like Florida State gets as many night games as they do, though. Well, we get a we get a good amount, though. I think we got like six last year. Only six, only six. You know how many Georgia got at home? Do you want me to say it again? Last year, you guys got zero at home, right? You know how many we had last year? The year before, was it one? Oh yeah. So how? But we have one in two years. <laughs> that is kind of funny though. That the national, the the rain national chats had zero night games at home. At home in Florida State had what we had. Um, obviously, we had Clemson was a night game. Florida was a night game. Um, what else was a night game? We had we had a couple night games. Yeah, Georgia gets one gets at least one night game this year though. It's UT Martin. Oh, let's go! Opening Prime night, time. six o'clock. Pull out the ABC. Let's go. Nope, SEC Network. Come on. Oh, no. come, come on. on. We're humble here. We're humble here. <laughs> okay, so week nine upset because we're getting way off topic. To talk yeah, about. yeah. Because we go on that for an hour or so. Mm-hmm. Uh, Utah or not Utah? Oregon. Gosh, I'm just looking at the wrong thing. Ohio State at Wisconsin's my big time upset. Pick the um, same one again. Damn it. I think I just need to stop sharing you what I'm doing. Um, Ohio State, it, I think fickle in the boys. I'm, you know, I'm drinking the fickle juice right now, yeah. so I'm all high on the Badgers. Um, mm-hmm. I think Wisconsin wins this game. Yeah, look out. Um, and if Ohio, Wisconsin does, that is big time. Especially if Penn State beats Ohio State the week mm-hmm. before, and then Ohio State has to go to. That could be a sleepwalk game. I'm telling yeah. you, they're at home. You got Wisconsin on deck. Just, I'm telling you, oh, Wisconsin is for real, and I think they beat the Buckeyes. So, I don't even know what that line is. I'm looking up the line right now for that. So the reason I put them is less of, um, sorry to say it, but less because of Wisconsin and more because of Ohio State. I just don't fully believe in Ryan Day. Nine and a half points. Ohio State's favored. Nine and a half points. Hammer the nine and a half. You know, Alabama's Hammer. favored more against Tennessee than Ohio State is against Wisconsin. I would crazy. Hammer that right now. Crazy. If but <laughs> but Hammer. um I just don't fully believe in Ryan Day. I it's just born on third base. Exactly. you know <laughs> it's it has just been alarming to me the fact that, you know, obviously we can all agree that he didn't build Ohio State. He walked into probably the, the second or third best situation in the country. Mm-hmm. There was not a problem at Ohio State. He was given a five-star quarterback who, quite frankly, should have been the starter that, at Georgia. Yeah, that, uh... But, I mean, you could go the timeline there with Justin yeah. Fields because if Fields stays, Bennett never comes back. Yeah. And you never get whatever happens. So, no, no, I agree. But if I, you know, if in a vacuum that year at Georgia, I would say that Justin Fields probably should have been the starter over Jake Fromm. Oh, 100%. yeah. So, but you know, Fromm had been there. He had taken him to the yeah. title the year before, and then they really should have. They blew the game in 18 against Bama in the title game. So, I mean, I kind of get where he's coming from, but yeah. Yeah. But, um, you know, I just I, – I don't love Ryan Day. And I think in a season where, you know, he's having to build from the ground up, 
in a way at the quarterback position at least right mm-hmm. this is correct them if i'm wrong this is going to be the first quarterback that he recruited starting because i believe cj stroud was still part of like he wasn't he didn't come in under urban meyer I, but he no. was recruited by urban meyer I, I think day recruited him no i believe Ryan day recruited cj stroud Okay, maybe I'm I think because I believe Ryan Day got into like like an issue or something with like some sort of recruiting issue or something with Stroud, but it didn't mm. end up mattering a whole lot. But yeah. okay, I think Stroud was like his first recruiting quarterback. Well, if I'm wrong on that, then yeah, that's my fault. But I just there's something about Ryan Day where I don't know if it's you know not being able to maintain success. Can't beat Michigan. He can't beat Michigan. That that game against Mario Cristobal's Oregon, where let's be honest here, they were better. Did they came as that? I remember because I we responsibly knew somebody that gambled on that game, and mm -hmm. uh, that was like a fifteen point favorite. Yeah, we responsibly told the friend to take Oregon plus the points, and that worked out well. Yeah, it did. It did. It did. Respectable man, by the way. Respectable. Respectable is an understatement. Exactly. But um, I just don't love Ryan Day. I don't know what it is. Uh, I don't hate Ohio State to my Ohio State friends who watch this show. I don't hate Ohio State. I just think you guys need a different coach. And I think, right. you guys, I think you guys need somebody else to come in and not be born on third base. All right. Dylan got that out. And for that, we'll move on to most yep. exciting game. Mine is just because it's one of the great. It's a, one of the great games every year. I have mm. Georgia, Florida cocktail yeah. party. Uh, we'll be there, and so um, we've been in a second straight year going. Mm-hmm. Um, games all. I mean, it's just it's Florida, Georgia. You know, it's one of those. It's just one of those rivalries. He, it's always going to be a fun one, no matter what, because neither team, most teams, no matter what their records are, you always circled that one. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to beat Florida if you're Georgia. You got to beat yeah. – if you're Florida, you got you always want to – what's one of the main things? It's, you know, be Georgia, Florida State, or those the two ones right there. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's always – for me, it's going to be Florida, Georgia. Mm-hmm. So I didn't go Florida, Georgia just because I'm neither a Florida or Georgia fan. So to me, it isn't the most exciting game. I picked- Florida, yep. <laughs> I picked uh, Tennessee versus Kentucky. Okay. I was pretty disappointed in last year's matchup. Yeah. Where somehow Will Levis just looked terrible. I say somehow. He looked terrible pretty often last year. But um, (laughs) – Mean. (laughs) But um, I'm excited to see what Kentucky does this year. Having to start, you know, new quarterback – I think Kentucky sneaky. De- I'm hearing, I'm hearing that Devin Leary's, de- you know, getting a lot of praise. That's you know that's good to hear because I don't know about you, but you know I I really do like Kentucky. I do think you know they're not the most exciting team or the biggest brand, but you know they're a just a, a nice team right in the middle of things. They seem like they always play in the Citrus Bowl. Exactly, you know they are you know the reigning Citrus Bowl. They are all they are Citrus Bowl. Yeah. There are heroes. <laughs> They're like, you know, <laughs> you 
you know, your team doesn't want to go to the Citrus Bowl because you're going to be stuck with that. Kentucky's out here like, you know, a silent guardian, a watchful yes. protector. They love Orlando. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> but um, I think it's just going to be a fun game. I believe it's in – is it in Kentucky or is it in – What, t- uh, Tennessee? Yeah, I believe last year it's it was in, in – it's, it's in Kentucky. Yeah. So I think being Kentucky, that that – I don't know why, but – from what people who go to Florida say, that environment is really hostile. Mm-hmm. Like they get really loud there, mm-hmm. and that's I think it's gonna be just a fun game to watch. Yeah, it feels like that classic SEC primetime on the SEC exactly, prime primetime yeah. game. That just that's what it feels like. It All would right. have been on CBS in the past, but UGA Florida's on that already. So sorry. Yeah. Um. Maybe I'll sneak into the press box booth and I'll kick <laughs> Gary Danis into the curb. Hey, check out our podcast. You know that um, it's going to be so weird this year. You know, their week one CBS is like Nestler and Danielson, their first game's Indiana, Ohio State. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? That's not. That's, that's not our weird. music. It's my music. That's not Big Ten football. Ugh. Disgusting. All right. So, college game day predictions now as we wrap up the show. Mm-hmm. We'll breeze right through this. So I got yeah. week five. This is weeks five through seven. Mm-hmm. So week five, I got Boulder, Colorado. Is my yep. I got Colorado, USC. I think by this point, you could see a Colorado team in a great world be three and one going into the game, even if they're two and two. I mean, I think that there's maybe a shot they beat TCU. I don't think it happens. TCU is a 20 and a half point favorite. Nebraska, maybe. Mm-hmm. Colorado State, if they don't beat Colorado State, Sanders should retire. Um, and then, you know, you have Oregon, you're probably going to lose that. And then, yeah, then you got USC. So yeah. give me Boulder, Colorado, week five. So I also went with this game, not because I think Colorado will be good. I actually think there's a decent chance they're pretty bad. But I think ESPN is going to take any chance they have. To yep. get out to Boulder, get get Sanders on the show before the yes. game because that's just, you know, he is the type of guy that his team is playing that day, but he'll go on college game day that and feels, talk to ESPN. That feels like the first big game where, like, it could be a first hostile crowd that yeah. San, like they could bring in because Nebraska feels like they're going to invade Colorado. Yeah. But we know USC doesn't have a fan base, so mm-hmm. if Colorado – I mean, you never know. You never yeah. know. Um, week six, I got Cotton Bowl. Um, it seems like that's the obvious destination every year there. OU, Texas. I believe mm-hmm. it's going to be a lot closer game than we had last year. Um, or maybe not. It could be a 49 nothing game again. Um, I yeah. do think Texas is going to win that game again, but we'll get into that when we get to week six. Um, Oklahoma, i got to think they're going to be better than they were last year, especially mm-hmm. on the defensive side of the football. Can't get any worse than what it does, especially Brent Venables won't allow that. So, yeah, but Cotton Bowl is going to be that. So I didn't go that direction just because. Oh, okay, sweet. I I did not have I don't have a lot of faith in Oklahoma right yeah. now just because I I need, I need to see more progress before I can do that. Yeah, I have Alabama versus Texas A and M. Okay. Um, the biggest reason I picked this game though is because I really think ESPN is going to hype up the rivalry matchup there. This is, you know, every year for some reason, we talked about this on our last show, I'm pretty sure. 
Texas A&M plays super hard against Alabama. But it's always like the week before they play like crap. They play horrible the week before. Mm-hmm. Like they might lose to whoever they play before, and it could be, you know, your guys, your favorite team, UT Martin. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, UT Martin. But I think Skyhawks. <laughs> yes, it is. But I, I think I think there's a decent chance ESPN goes to this game because they're they're gonna be able to get, you know, the game is in college station, I'm pretty sure. Because mm-hmm. last year, yeah, it's in college station. It is going to be 105,000 people there. Yep. It's going to be absolutely madness. And even if uh, Texas A&M is kind of mediocre, if they're ranked 25 and Alabama's ranked four, I still think there's a decent chance mm-hmm. that it gets on there. Yeah. I don't, I don't think it's competing with that much either that week. So I do a little bit disagree. I do disagree some. Mm-hmm. The only way I could see game day being there is if AM has to be, both teams got to be undefeated going in. I do think if Bama comes in a seven point favorite, but I also lean why it's going to be there is because it's an ABC game. Yeah. Typically, the game's a noon game, and most of the time, game day is usually there, and then Herb Street, and then they just wheel on on. Mm-hmm. They wheel on into the stadium. Um. Yeah. I The only way I could see that is if AM's undefeated going in. That's fair. I'm not worried about Bama. Bama maybe just with I don't know how their team's gonna look, especially they already have Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, but if both teams are undefeated, that's one thing. But other even if that I still think it's gonna be Texas Oklahoma. I just go back and forth on that just because I'm just not Yeah. I'm not the highest on Oklahoma. I'm not gonna be afraid on saying that. I'm not oh, yeah, I'm not I'm not either. It's just time slot wise. It's just mm-hmm. this you, it you makes usually, the most sense. And yeah. it's you know, the venue, the historic mm-hmm. background, it's the cotton bowl, it's the state fair. Yeah, it's Texas, Oklahoma. Last time in the Big Twelve, they'll be doing this. Mm-hmm. Um so week seven, as we round finish off here, I got Seattle, Washington for Oregon, Washington. Yep, me too. Uh, yeah, so I mean, there's not a we, better game to pick. No, we both think that, yeah. you know, that's going to be the big 12 or not big 12, the biggest game of week seven, as far as mm-hmm. college football playoff goes. Um, like I said, a little bit ago, it's going to be like one of those cannibalistic games where maybe one team knocks out the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think we're in for a real legit game and I can't remember the last time Washington had game day there. So, yeah, I think the only real competition it has is USC Notre Dame. Okay. Yeah, I could see that. But the only reason I don't think they go to South Bend is I think because they went last year for the Ohio State versus Notre Dame game. That was in Ohio State. Oh, that was that in Ohio State? Mm -hmm. So game day was there, but it was at Columbus. Okay. I think they go to Oregon versus Washington, though. They haven't been to Seattle in years. It's Gonna be a good game. The two teams will probably be ranked higher than I think, because uh, I think it's gonna be closer. I think it's gonna be like Washington could be, you know, top ten, and Oregon might be right behind them at like twelve. Yeah, yeah, so. well, yeah. I could see this be a, definitely could be a top fifteen matchup. Mm-hmm. If, um, the only thing, Oregon, you never know with how many losses they may have. Yeah. May and I'm high on Oregon because you know both teams. I mean, Oregon's got an early test, Texas Tech week two. Mm-hmm. Washington's got Boise State out of the gate, which is never an easy one. And then no. Michigan, they go to East Lansing, even though we don't think 
too highly in Michigan State. You never know. Yeah. Um, so we're going to say, again, I, this is a cannibalistic game. I'm going to start calling these games cannibalistic games because one team's going to eat out the other one. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna. It's gonna be like a survival of the fittest type of conference year. Yeah. I mean, there you could have a spot where Pac-12 title game is Oregon State and like UCLA. I mean, no divisions anymore. That's crazy to think about, man. You have this. Is, is a classic. What a way to end up the big Pac-12. What if you had Washington State just for some reason and like Oregon State, two teams left behind. And they just do a double bird yep. and tell them to piss and kick rocks as they are playing for the title game. And you got Utah, Oregon, Oregon, Utah, Oregon, UCLA. Oh no, UC, yeah, UCLA and you know Washington, all of them just packing their bags and get ready to leave. Yeah, the backup. You know, the the number uh, three and four teams are Cal and Stanford. Just oh, waiting. We don't talk about them. We don't <laughs> they're just they're just something. It's just crazy. I think I said this last week that Oregon State Florida played last year and Oregon State won by 27 because mm-hmm. of a fraudulent field goal. And one team is happily living in mm-hmm. paradise and the other one's about to go homeless. Mm-hmm. So it's just fun. And the one team's living in paradise lost by 27. So, <laughs> oh, it's how, oh my gosh, Florida ended the year against the Pac 12 team. Mm hmm. And now they got to play another Smart. one to start the year. Wow. So they lose to the Pac-12, and then they lose to the Pac-12. There you go. Not, you know, not, not giving out betting advice. Do but not go with Florida. Win total or just the game? On any metric. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be honest, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Passing guards, the under. Yeah. Um, just trying to think. Yeah, Florida's um, Florida's something else. I do think. I think they'll make improvements. So. I still think this could be a closer game. People think a little bit, um, just because how early in the year it is. If this game was taking place like week six, that's a different story. But yeah. I think it's since it's first game out of the year, you know these teams don't play preseason games. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're going to see what you see is what you're going to get. And some teams may not be, you know, you can scrimmage as much as you want, but until you get full-time head-to-head against other team going 100%, you never, you really never know. know. You yeah. never really know. Um, that's why it makes fun. And these out-of-conference games, playing in a true environment. And, again, Utah, if Cam Rising is healthy, is, is healthy enough to play, mm-hmm. they may go out and beat them by two scores. I mean, it could be like that. Or it could be a close game. It'd be like a game we had last year. Yeah. So we'll see. Anything else you want to get off your chest here before we round it out? No, I think we got it all. Awesome. So like we kind of said last start of the show next week, as we get ready for our week one preview, playoff predictions, week zero, um, week zero preview. Actually, we'll see. Week zero is next week. Is it this week or next week? It's this week. Yeah. So, so, so week one is in um two in fourteen week. days. So what the hell Thirteen days. Yes, because week zero is this week. This yeah. this upcoming weekend because we're yep. recording on a Sunday. Yep. Yeah. So we'll record 
next week. Right? Yeah. Yes. So we don't actually have a week zero. We don't really need to do a week zero pick them, do we? No, I don't think we do, just because okay. I, there, there's no games that really, for our um, you know purposes, yeah. matter. So we'll do, so next week, we got week one preview, yep. pack playoff predictions, mm-hmm. and we finish up game day and biggest upsets. Yes, we do. Awesome. So, perfect. Um, I got nothing else except Me for neither. enjoy week zero, and uh, have a good one, guys. Yeah, have a good one, guys. Stay safe. To anybody on the West Coast, there is the hurricane coming. Be oh, yeah. safe. There's probably nobody listening to us on the West Coast, but if you are, be safe. We appreciate it. Like and Absolutely. subscribe. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Peace out. See you.